Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dion left Jackson State in a situation that they've been in that they haven't been in in a while. Successful program, scouting well, recruiting well. Whoever takes that job after Dion, they need to live up to that standard. And if the school falls back down to shit, that has nothing to do with Dion Sanders. Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's All Even with your boy, Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Megaphone as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing. Got some people in the building. You know what I mean? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Paul? Phil? Jimmy? Super interns in the building. Super producer on the ones and twos, the silent assassin. And these two people here. I was waiting for, to see what my intro was. Yeah, I Everybody mean. Everybody else got a nickname. Right yeah, yeah, you don't get no nickname, man. But listen, great to see you guys. Great to see you guys. You know, shouts to Rich. How you doing, man? Man, it was a pleasure to be here. You pleasure know, the last time you came here, you, like I said, you were banned. You were banned from the show. <clears throat> yeah, I heard. Banned from the show. I heard some hurtful news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Silent yeah, Assassin sure. says she didn't want you back. So I, yeah, I, had, I, heard, I had to I make heard. sure that I gave some weeks hmm. in between. You know, maybe she forgot. And then I'll bring you back. You know? Changed my outfit. Facts, exactly. Grew the beard out a little bit. I tried to trick her a little yeah, bit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Then obviously we got Alfred in the building. You know, shouts to Al. Um, Greetings and salutations. Hey, host, host of the... Or co-host of the Rap Lab podcast, mm-hmm. host of Rocket Fuel Jet Podcast, mm-hmm. um, on the grid as well, right? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you went viral on TikTok for your horrible LeBron views, and people vilified you for that. They, I saw the comments. Yeah, they got you. I had, I, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to, like you know. Seemed like I was trying to fight my 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 uh, comments and uh, and people that were viewing the video, so I kind of joined in as well. That's all. Yeah, I kind of joined in with the with the <laughs> abuse. So, you know, but listen, gr- glad to see you, glad to see you. It's always a pleasure. Of course, you know, no? ready to go viral again, possibly, <clears throat> possibly because we got a lot of stuff to talk about now. If I'm gonna do this, 
I'll need my news team at my side. News team! Assemble! News team! Assemble! Y'all ready? Let's get into this, man. Let's get into it. Now we got Thursday Night Football. Gotta talk about that, right? Baker Mayfield, Rams, Raiders. Gotta talk about primetime Deion Sanders taking the job at, at Colorado. And there's a lot of backlash there. A lot of backlash. Um, Brittany Griner coming home, right? That's that's on everybody's um everybody's mouth right now. Pause. Hey yo, what the fuck? Um, you know, we have Dan Snyder. Some issues going on there. There was a report um, that was released about some business dealings that was going on with the commanders. Not good for Dan Snyder, honestly. Um, what else we got here? We got Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, possibly, possibly on the hot seat. Um, and... Baseball talk. I know you're happy about that. I know you're happy about that. MLB free agency uh, was hot. It's the reason why I'm wearing my Mets shirt because, you know, we, we, we did some good things. Did some good things at the winter meetings. We're not here to talk about no Yankees, Phil. So to just get that out of the way. Okay? You don't care about the Yankees? You care about the Mets? My man. See, see what I'm talking about? That, that's... You the only one here. You can talk about Aaron Judge. You you you, you the no only problem. one here. I don't want to hit the I don't want to hit the dummy button too early. I don't want to hit it too early on you. But you know we going to talk about Aaron Judge's contract as well because we have to. You know it's, it's respect to him getting that mad uh, getting that bag, um, robbing the Yankees blind. Loved it. Um, Think so? Yeah, 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 yeah robbing blind. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. So. Before I get into topics, obviously, I like to talk about some random trivia. R. Kelly puts out an album from jail called, what is it? I Admit It? I Admit It. Fire. I ain't gonna hold you. I heard a little snippet of one of the tracks. <laughs> Listen, we, we not, we're not talking about we're not talking about what happened, what he did, and all that stuff. We, we have to go into detail with that. I'm just talking about the song and the beat and all the, the whole production. This shit was fire. I, the, 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 call, call it what you want. Call it what you want. It was fire. Because I know a lot of people, right? I know a lot of people who, after all the things came out, all Kelly and the, the, the documentary on Netflix came out and all that stuff, and... and People stop listening to R. Kelly songs, right? Step in the name of love. Nobody want to listen to that shit no more, right? I'm still going to listen to it because you know why? It's, it's a good song. Well, well, it's a good song. You know how to separate the artists from the music. That's what I'm saying. I get, no, I get it. See, but here's the thing. People, people won't listen to them. Like, if you're home cleaning the house, you're not going to listen to R. Kelly. Why? No, because he's supposed to be canceled. But the exception to the canceled, rule... Canceled to the public. But I can listen to it in my house. The exception to the rule is, you know, how if you go to a, 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 a get-together... Amongst your amongst your colleagues in the summer, you got to be your peer group. Yeah, or or yeah. you go to a cookout, or you go to a wedding reception. You have R. Kelly being played. They go, they still gonna listen to Step. So in the that's name of acceptable love. going to a wedding playing R. Kelly. Yeah, but can't, I can't play it in my house. You can't babysit kids and then play it. I'm with you. 
Good music. Rich, you understand music. what I'm saying? Like, good music look, is good music. I listen, don't care who did it. People are offended with Michael Jackson, right? There's a lot of people out there that don't like Michael Jackson. You ain't gonna tell me I can't I can't listen to Thriller. No, no. Thriller. Thriller, no. thriller gets a pass. Though. How does Thriller get a pass? Because it was before. It's before anything. It does, no, most of the music that R. Kelly made was before before whatever nah, he did. Nah, nah, that nah. was all happening. Nah, at the same I'm pretty time. sure R. Kelly was. That was in real time. We don't bro. know when it started. It's, at least 1993. It's documented. What, he was making bangs before then too, bro. Aaliyah yeah. album cover. He was in the background scoping, it's bro. It's it's in '92, bro. All I'm saying. Yeah. All I'm saying. That song was fire. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It was fire. Call, yeah. call you heard it. He was singing great, in the shower. Yeah. He's a great, great musician. It was fire. So like for people to get offended, and you, I think you you were the one that said, Al, that, that title took it down? All the streaming services took it down. Yeah? Yeah. So uh, what down? His album. They took the album down. Because I got the notification at work today saying that uh, R. Kelly, uh, album new album drop, and then an hour later it was gone. And I ain't gonna lie to you. Al told me Wait, that he, so he, he, got he wanted to save it. album? Yes. Out? Not just I admit it? The whole album was like different chapters yeah. of him talking about certain certain stuff. He I, went in. I pre-ordered it. Bars. <laughs> Bars. It's kind of like when OJ put out I the couldn't, book. I couldn't believe it, so I had to screenshot it. So that's the album. Yeah. The na- name of it is I Admit It. But then the rep for Sony said that uh, it was a bootleg album. Somebody stole studio recordings and put it out there. Yeah, they lie. But my question is, how do no, you get on all the sure. streaming services if, no, if that be sure. the case? They lying. Because I feel like in that song, I admitted he he mentioned some stuff that was pretty recent. Facts. So, but you know how like sometimes through like when they when they call and talk on the phone, he'll probably sing something real quick and they just throw yeah, the Bobby Smurf to it. Yeah, just like, like Bobby Max B. Exactly. So they, a, a bunch of people have done it before. So I'm not shocked. Right. But all no kudos. All I'm saying is that it's a good music. Yeah. You're all I'm saying is that I, exactly that, that's that's the angle that I'm bringing here. That I can listen to some good music and not have to, you know, think about the other stuff. That's what I'm saying. If I can agree with Donald Trump, then I can agree with a person like R. Kelly. All right, you, you, you're going too far. Dummy. Yeah. No, I'm just letting you know. You, you just, yeah, you're going too far. No, because you brought up Britney yeah. Brown, and that's why, and that's why, that's why I thought far. of that. You're going too far. <laughs> you're going too far. <laughs> you're going too far. You're stepping over No, now. but I, it's, it's, Cause that's, I, what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you, telling a person, like, you agree with something crazy that Donald Trump says, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people look at you like, oh, you're crazy. For a person could look at you like you're crazy for agreeing with a song from R. Kelly. Like, you know just, what's crazy about this whole conversation that we have having? Is that you got into your bag and felt very comfortable saying that, yeah, I, I agree with some of Donald Trump's. I did. I See? did. I really yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. on Britney so Griner. So it was on Britney Griner to, topic, too. I had to kind of reel you back in. Because right, apologies, apologies. you over here bugging. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> I agree with you, though. Moving on. Moving on. We're going to talk about the biggest topic out there, obviously, right? Phil, if you want to chime in, you can. All right? Thank you. Appreciate um, Brittany Griner's home. Brittany Griner got released from jail. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Um, and we are recording this on Friday night. So I uh, just know that. Um, she got released from jail, and there is a there was a swap. So the U.S. swapped Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. And there's been a lot of backlash on both sides. You know, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you don't follow politics at all, people have certain views about it. And a lot of people aren't happy about it. Um, 
my stance has always been the same. You can't do that. As much as I appreciate this administration, the merchant of death, he's been in jail since 2012. From what I heard, I think he only had like six years left on his sentence or something like that. But at the same time, we're talking about the merchant of death. Yeah. This is a man that is a dangerous man, right? And we swapped him out for Brittany Griner. While, you know, we have Mr. Whalen still over there. He's been over there for four years. And um, that, was a, that was a big thing as well. Why, is, why isn't Whalen home and she's home and all that? And it's a little deeper than that, obviously, right? Like, it's not easy for them to get him home because Russia was trying to get some leverage on the U.S. and they couldn't get that done, right? Brittany Griner's home. Here's my issue with the whole thing. I'm happy that she's home. I'm happy that her family can rest at night now. They can have her speak to her. You know, they can touch her and, and, and have conversations and be a family again, right? A wife, all that stuff. My issue is that we as a country are now going to put Brittany Griner in a category where she looks like a hero. She's, you, think, you think so? She, I've heard it already. <clears throat> that I'm, she's a hero? What I'm saying, a hero in regards to she's out of jail. So they're going to have to put her on a pedestal. Bro, we saw the WNBA put decals with her initials mm -hmm. on their uniform. Yeah. That is put there for people who pass. Yeah. For legends in the game. Like Bill Russell. Like Bill Russell. In the NBA. Like anybody, right? My, mm -hmm. Hold on. Mm -hmm. I don't like how we do things in our society where we give people a stage when they do dumb shit. We all know why she went there, why mm -hmm. she got into jail. Whether it's political leverage or not. You did something that you weren't supposed to she do. She knowingly broke a law. Right. Everybody everybody thinks that, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal here. But our laws here don't apply everywhere else. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, she's going to come back here. She's going to do all these book deals. She's going to be on these podcasts. She's going to be on all these interview shows. She's going to be on Good Morning America. She's going to be on CNN, MSNBC, anywhere that you can be able to have a platform and, and something. Oh, she's going to be on there telling her story. Uh, a story of a person who f***ed up, who, did, who was oblivious to what was going on, got bagged, and now she's home. I don't I don't respect that. Well, you got to think of like why <clears throat> why they would do that. Number 1, the main thing is that they decided that she was wrongfully in prison. Who's the US? The US said that she was wrongfully imprisoned. So that became the headline. Wrongfully so, imprisoned but in regards to what? Into what the US said. Not that not on not in Russia's law cuz Russia's law she broke the law. Right. You get what I'm saying? But so, how can, the, so, so how so can we the, say that she was wrongfully imprisoned? Because then? it's narrative-based. The U.S. put out, the U.S. defense attorneys or whoever it was that dealt with the legalities of the situation already put it out there that she was wrongfully imprisoned. Right. So that's why, like, when you, like, when you mentioned that she looks like a hero, it's not that she's a hero. She's, they're putting it almost like 
she's what's getting done to her is not supposed to be getting done to her. So she's kind of like a warrior for dealing okay, with. Okay, so they so they created a hero. Exactly, so, but that's why I say it's it's very narrative based. Yeah. So we create the narrative that she's wrongfully imprisoned. Now, when you do that, you have all these people who scream, "Well, make justice happen." Why isn't justice happening? Because if you're saying we're they're wrong, then let's do something about it right now. Realistically speaking, if you look at that's why I say like there's there's so many levels to like what actually happened, because you can look at it from the people who stand with her that say yo she's wrongfully imprisoned. Why is she down there? Why are we not doing something to take a gold medal, Olympic winner? Like she, it's bigger than her just being a regular human. Look at the other guy that's down there, bro. They didn't even add him as a part of the deal. Well, they tried. Yeah, but that's crazy. They didn't do it. Now, politically, it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. Politically, she's sacrificed. She's compromised. You let her go. You, we have to be able to deal with that. Because you know what? What I feel like what that opens up, and I'm not even like big into politics, but like to me, it's logic. What that opens up is if you want to do something with the U.S., you imprison one of their people. You, 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 you do something to one of their people because the U.S. will make a deal and do something out of the scope of what the U.S. actually stands on based on narrative. Correct. You get what I'm saying? So, God forbid, but you get an NBA star or NBA player who's done something in the past or whatever it is, and you imprison them. Now I can get the U.S. to say, you know what? We'll soften up and give you something like the merchant of death. But that is ridiculous. But what, but what I'm politically. But what I'm saying, Rich, you made my point. Yeah, right? I'm with is you, that yeah. the the nature that she went over there, oblivious to what's going on in world news, right? The hey. strife between Russia and the US, you're over there just thinking willy nilly that you can just do what you want. Like, if I'm in another country and I know that my country and this country, they ain't banging with each other that that hot. I'm on my P's and Q's. Mm. I'm on my P's and Q's, or I'm not even there. You know what I'm but saying? Because I'm not. Ball. I understand yeah, that, yeah. but what I'm saying is that there's other countries that you can hoop in. But but here's my thing. That wasn't the first time she's been in Russia. Which is, she spent the last several WNBA I mean, yeah. off seasons Correct. playing in Russia, and right. she was getting those weed pens and oils over there without an issue. The only difference was is that now U.S. and Russia had strife. They had they had some type of that issue. that yeah. that that you refuse to acknowledge. Think about but, acknowledge. But, but also, a lot of people never acknowledge it because at the end they were American. Americans always it's get the excuse. pass in other, no. What I'm saying is See, that Americans always get the pass in other countries. Still not an excuse. Russia just didn't give a shit at that moment. Still not an excuse. You know what I mean? See, see, but here's the thing. You just said she had to get those those cartridges and pens like nothing. But because it's illegal over there, she probably had to go through underhanded means to exactly. get it out there. So if you have to go through illegal means to obtain it in the first place, you should know you shouldn't put that in your suitcase. Like, that's that's just a no-brainer. Do, do you think she got it out there or she got it Or maybe she brought it with her. Because you got to realize, bro, listen, and that's what I was trying to say. Bro, her being American, and they know she's coming down there to play basketball. Russia knows who they're bringing in. Well, they're bringing in a WNBA player that's a pivotal person on the WNBA side in the U.S. Ah, you got to relax. She brings them. But think about it. She brings. You got to relax in regards to pivotal. I'm, I'm sorry. I got to throw a shot. No, she, but she, she, she was a, bro, she's a staple in the WNBA. 
they have her down as one of the best NBA play, WNBA players. I, I know being a staple in the WNBA ain't saying much, but go ahead. No, I get what Keep you're going. saying. No, I I, I agree. <laughs> I, I I agree. That's but what I mean. To bring her to to basketball in Russia, that brings that's huge. For them, it's like, nah, what, are you saying? kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, I know. They're bringing, that's money. Yeah, People will pay how, whatever they pay to come watch a US WNBA player, which was what I'm saying. Russia was probably saying, dude, whatever. It's, you know, she's a great US Olympian. Let her come to the country. Don't bother her. We see the weed pens. But that's no what I'm deal. saying, though. But now, Just because the country's saying, we're at war. This is a different, yeah. this is, we it's don't di- rock with the US exactly. right now. But that's what I'm saying. She like, was made an example of. 100%. But that's what I'm saying, though. Just because you she didn't... should have been sacrificed. Just because you didn't get bagged the 15 times you did it prior still doesn't make, make it... Make it right. You're right. I agree. Not legal, right? Yeah. It, it's still illegal. You feel what I'm saying? They just they just, they, they just turn their back to it. But when, like you said, there's strife going on, they're not turning their back but, to nothing. But, but her defense statement, though, and this one kind of like made me roll my eyes, because I remember she told the judge... In her statement, after they convicted her, mm-hmm. I did not mean to break the law. But you knowingly put the contraband That's what I'm saying. in your suitcase. But it's just because she got away with it every other time. See, the thing is, is that... You're only sorry because you got caught now. Exactly. The, the problem with what she did to me was that you, she was advised to leave the country yeah. because of war and right. what was happening. And she didn't. All the other players that were in the WNBA that were playing abroad... All got their stuff and got out of and it. Quickly. Quickly. She didn't. So for you to leave in a moment like that and not think to yourself, let me not put myself in right. any situation to get jammed up. Right. I'll even leave all my stuff. I'll go just I just me. go, exactly. I can buy I can buy everything back. That, that's, that's the part that I'm no, making is that it's like you, you cannot use ignorance as an excuse. You're an, you're, you're an adult. You're a star. You're an athlete. You're going to be a target regardless if there's international strife or not. You understand what I'm saying? So not I'm, not not to mention, aside from being an American, she's also uh, she, Russia doesn't agree with the lifestyle she lives. Correct. And she's an African American. I like the way you clean that up. That was good. Yeah, yeah. like like it, 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 no, but no, but in all seriousness, nah, it, no, it, yeah, no yeah. secret they look down on the LGBTQ community yeah. out there. Yeah. So they really threw the book at her. And then look how she was treated while she was in jail. She had a bed that, that, that didn't fit her body. Yeah. Legs hanging all over, over the end of the bed. And, she was, and they only it's, let her shower twice a week. Not, it's not the U.S. It's not, no. Abroad, and they had no mercy on abroad, her. Abroad, they treat prisoners like prisoners. Yeah, exactly. We, yo, it's called metal only, here. Only in the U.S. you can get a tablet while being while in jail in prison, for a yep. crime. Are you kidding me? Abroad, they don't play. Yeah. And yeah. I agree with it. Yeah, no, nah, I agree with it too. If because if prisoners were treated like that normally, you know how much less crime you would have. You think people want to? You get them saying, my, but politically, it was a terrible decision. Terrible decision. Now, if you doing dealings for the people to make the people happy, because remember, every, it's definitely a PR every move. day, exactly every day, you had all W a lot of WNBA players saying, uh, "Biden, we're watching you. Mm-hmm. We're paying attention. All this kind of stuff." It's votes, and bro. When you look. And when you look, and when you look at that, especially when it comes to Democrats, man, it's you, votes. That's how that's how you work the Democrats. It's, wor- sure. it's votes, bro. But, it, when when, sure. when you govern in with fear like that, oh, we got to do this because they're not going to vote for us. Then I can't really rock with it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, Peter Whalen's doing four years, right? She could have did at least a year. 
She could did at least two. And, and I'm not giving up the Merchant of Death for, for Brittany Griner. I'm and, sorry, and, 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 not and doing it. The thing is, I'm not doing she, it. She wasn't really wrongfully detained because again, she broke the law. What, what did they did they over prosecute her? Yes, right. because ten years for a drug offense is crazy. But that's why. They but say I mean, she that's crazy in in your standards, not Russia standards. Well, even, even like that's where it comes he, down. Well, even to. her defense attorney in Russia agreed that the the punishment was was overzealous. Okay, but it was political. It wasn't. Well, yeah, it was it to send a message. To, it had nothing to do with like. There's being always humane. examples being made politically, bro. Exactly. It's been happening for centuries. But here's the thing: though. you don't think <laughs> you that I mean? you don't think that Russia knew a deal was going to be on the table once they, they did. did that. They that was all. No, bro. They could have asked nothing. for anyone, but they say, "Yo, give up that merchant of death. We so, want Victor Bout. We want." And then they got it for one, for one, dude. Right. Because yeah. remember, initially they were trying to get like two or three people yeah. out the deal of it. They're trying to get a package deal. We didn't even one. get a first round pick, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. They should have hit up Danny Ainge. I told you. <laughs> Danny Ainge would have closed the deal. He would have got Waylon. He would have got Brittany Griner home. He, he got mad people home. They should have Brittany Griner would have cleared waivers. Facts. <laughs> they should have put Facts. the trade request to Watson. So Watson could have showed you how much we were losing. In no, that deal, for bro. sure. No, but but I but Russia was playing hardball though because you heard what they wanted in exchange for Whalen. They wanted somebody who was who was doing life in Germany, right? And then, U.S. And whole, has no whole, right, no no chance of of of, get, of giving. Why him. would you not take that chance? Why would you not ask for it? Because shot. you don't think Russia understood the desperation that America was in the free Britney Griner. But not only this, now it sends it sends a message to other countries. Oh. So that's all it takes to. That, that, but that, that's what Rich was saying. Yes, yeah. all it that's takes. What Rich was saying. So it, you, it, it makes you politically look a little, weak. little weak. Well, yeah. Weak. Uh, this gives El Chapo hope. Now he's waiting for somebody to fuck I'm up not, in Mexico so he can get a trade. That's for sure. Yo, now if that were to happen, would you be shocked? No, no, I wouldn't be shocked because they already set the precedent. We're willing to. We're willing to. Like they say, we don't. Uh, we don't. We don't do deals with terrorists. We don't or negotiate with terrorists. Are you kidding me? But here's the thing: if, if Brittany, all it takes is the right person, if Brittany, do the deal if, with, if Brittany Griner was a regular civilian, I don't even think this this trade would have happened. Come on, man, son, she would have got that, she would have got three, four years and served her four. served her time because she, she would have been a regular citizen. They're not going to give a regular citizen nine to ten years for okay. that. Think about it. where what where well, he got four American. years, right? What did he do? No, he's been no, there he's been years. there for four years. How, how much time does he have? He has twelve. Yeah, he served four out of twelve. What did he, what did he do? Espionage. espionage. They, they, they think he went over to the country to be a spy. So you think so? Espionage got twelve years, and you think a little cartridge of oil would get a person nine? No way. If it wasn't Brittany Griner, she would not be getting nine years. Well, dude. you could be right, man. But uh, we we, we <laughs> Yo, gonna leave it there. I, I, I just I just hope she doesn't try to go back to Russia. Put it like just this, stay though. in America. In, in fantasy football, right? You draft the extra player that you know somebody's gonna want, and then in, the, in the event to take, pretty much trade them. It's the same play. I mean, we baited. Claw, baited. claw logic. It makes sense. I, I get it. <laughs> got an extra tight end. Yeah, no, week 100%. seven. You need one. Makes sense because injuries happen. Yeah, there you, know, we go. BJ, you know BJ's desperate. Hmm. He'll do anything. Dummy. Yeah, for sure. Don't come at me. Uh, coming up after the break, we're gonna talk some Thursday night football, y'all. Yo, what's your man DJ G Money Flat Flip the Script Podcast? Yeah, yeah, we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even Podcast. My oh, man Barry Grant Jr. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. 
What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to people? Shout out somebody on podcast? Yeah, my nigga's enjoying. What's up? Oh, even. Oh, even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> this fuck is going something. Oh, even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Man, you gonna go after shout out you keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want your all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. All even podcast, right? All yeah. even. Uh, That's your man. My man. Alright, shout out to all even podcast. He cool. Hundred percent. He cool. Is he? He cool. Let me see. Is he cool? Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He cool. Is he? He cool. Let me see. Is he cool? Yeah. Hundred percent. Is he cool? Is he? 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 Hundred percent. Is uh, between the Raiders and the Rams. And the reason why it was interesting is not the fact that the game or the two teams were interesting. It's the fact that Baker Mayfield cleared waivers and became a Ram. Hmm. Uh, and normally, it's very difficult for a quarterback to get signed to a new team and see the field immediately. You got to learn the nuances of the offense. You got to study the playbook takes weeks to kind of get there, right? At least a week, right? Oh, no, not Baker. They threw him right into the fire. Raiders are up big in the game. They're up 16-3. to And literally, they were up 16-3 to in the fourth quarter with about three and a half minutes to go. So anybody can think that the game would be over at that point. No. Cam Akers gets a touchdown with about... 315 left in the game. And the Raiders completely fall apart. They give Baker Mayfield the ball and drive the ball 98 yards down. Game winning touchdown with 10 seconds. Now, everybody's on the Baker Mayfield train right now. Everybody's loving Baker. Oh, it's such a great game and all this shit. Right? Is it more of Baker Mayfield's heroics or is the fact that the Raiders are just really fucking bad? Thoughts? The Raiders are just bad. Right. Because, and, and and see, this, this goes back to dumb front office moves. Because earlier in the season, they, they waved Jonathan Abram. It was a head-scratcher. Guy that they picked in the first round a couple years ago. Free safety. Hard hitter. And it's just like, okay. You say he, was a, he, wasn't, all, he wasn't all committed, whatever. But then when you see plays like the, like the March 96 yards... And the Rams have a horrible offense. Mind you, they did this with no Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's gone for the rest of the year. No Allen Robinson. No Allen Robinson. It's just Van Jefferson and Cam Akers. And Cam Akers is not even the Cam Akers that we've come to And know. that other, what's that guy named? Schronick? Skronick. Ben Skronick, yeah. yeah. And it's just like Baker Mayfield. And mind you, Baker Mayfield, up until, last, up until Thursday night, was only on the team for two minutes. He was on a couple days, was he? Yeah, he, got, he, got, he, got, he cleared waivers on Tuesday. And two days later, he played. He didn't start, but they threw him in there. Right. And the first drive, he didn't, he didn't go. And then they put him in there. It, and it's crazy to me because, you know, if you would have took them live on FanDuel, they was plus 1,600 to win. You'd have been a rich man. That'd have been a crazy I think ass bet. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield has, like, the most interesting, one of the most interesting, like, quarterback stories. Does he? Yeah, bro. Chance after chance. Like, I feel like so many people see the potential in him to do good. Like, so many people want him to do good. I wonder why that is. And it's like, when he does good, when he doesn't do good, 
it's almost like I've always like like even like a Skip Bayless who would always like say like no it's not his fault it's the it's the situation he's in which I agree with like I've always said remember like NBA NFL all these top highest level of sports all the people that participate were always the man everywhere they were at prior high school college college like you know what I'm saying like in in college Baker Mayfield was a stud all these dudes were studs but you can get to the NFL and be put in a situation where it's just not for you you just can't succeed in that situation you know who you know who I think is an example Stafford you put him in Detroit. Everybody say, no, he's a good quarterback. He just needs the right situation I mean, he did, for him he did, to stand he did, out. He didn't win a ring, though. But, but that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. When he was in Detroit, what did he do? But here's, here's where I have to get you, though, Rich, is that I agree with you in regards to the situation matters. Mm-hmm. But when Stafford was in Detroit, Stafford put up tremendous numbers, numbers when he was in Detroit. Yeah, but but it's the fucking Lions, what? so they don't win. Okay, okay. so now when you look at... I, when you look at when Baker you look Mayfield... At Char- when you look at a Charles Barkley, bro. you can say the same thing. Yeah, Charles Barkley was a great... He was a great player in his situation. But he could never get a ring. Jordan Stafford literally could have just been a Charles Barkley. Like, yeah, no, great quarterback. Yeah, amazing. But he can't get it done. At the end of the day, so you're comparing. You you, you made a no, comparison no. with Charles. Barkley I'm not saying family. I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying the situation. Dummy. The yeah. situation is what depicts certain careers. Now, so, now my thing is if Baker Mayfield now because he's a good quarterback. No, he's you, not. Baker Mayfield's not a bad quarterback. He is a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. Okay, I don't think he's a bad so, quarterback. So so let's go through the timeline, shall we? Baker Mayfield gets drafted number one by the Browns. He has one decent season. They still have the same team around him, and he's the one that implodes. Okay, so... No, I'm I not ask, done. So, he okay. goes to Carolina. Terrible situation. Doesn't matter. I've seen guys in terrible situations still play good. You played bad. Cam Newton was an MVP. Cam Newton took a, a team that was pretty okay to a Super Bowl. Bowl. Right? Then you put him... Same quarterback into situations. He wasn't the same quarterback. He had surgeries and injuries after that. He wasn't the same quarterback. So you can't make that comparison. Okay. Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback. If you would have put Cam Newton on a team that protected. Now, mind you, Cam Newton's biggest issue was that he was never protected. He was always expected to get to be able to take the hits. Remember, he used to he used to run and they used to tee off on him and never throw a flag. But you had other quarterbacks who ran, and they got teed off on. What do they do? Flag. Flag. Personal flag. Foul. You get what I'm saying? Again, you, now, you, if you put Cam Newton in a situation where he was protected and he did really well, you know what you would have said? Cam Newton's a great quarterback. You know what's crazy? Is that we're having a conversation about Baker Mayfield being a successful quarterback because he had one game-winning drive against a team which that's, I been, that's, that's lost double-digit leads. For the first time since 1930 that a team has lost four double-digit leads at halftime. So we're talking about Baker Mayfield like he actually did something special. He did it. He had a good game or good drive, but we're not not reinventing the wheel. He's not Joe Montana. But but also, you understand what I'm saying? That also goes, that also plays to how bad the Raiders are because. That's what I'm saying. They should have scored more than 16 points. They're a bad team. We all know that the Raiders are a bad team. Josh McDaniels is a bad head coach. But what I'm saying is that 
this doesn't make Baker Mayfield look like oh, I'm here now. I'm here now. I did. You put you you beat a bad team. Congratulations. That yeah. don't mean shit. Yo, look, he did it on a Thursday. The only game that was on that night, Brian. Which time. is the worst game of the week, always. Yeah. And yeah. he did it, but the reason why it's so big is because he's in a bigger market now. No, everything, what, what, everything what, he does is going to blow up. The reason why the it's big like that, it's not even the fact that he's in a bigger market. It's because it's Baker, bro. It's exactly. because it's Baker. Well, we are, like, well, like we I, all know that, and I love to say it on my show, when when this when the complexion meets the, 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 the narrative, they're always going to cheer for it. Well, Baker... That's the problem. Well, one of two situations is going to happen at the start of next season, because remember, Baker's only there the remainder of this season. He's either going to get extended and be Stafford's backup, because Stafford's going to come back. I think he's going to be a backup no matter where he goes. Yeah, because you also got to remember, too, Baker legit was, like, the NFL, sponsors, advertising, have all invested into Baker Mayfield, bro. He was the remember, face of Hulu think at about one it. point. Ben, Baker Mayfield, how many commercials did this dude get? He had all, he had all the progressive That's what I'm saying. All, so you got to remember, like, it's bigger than just football. A lot of people have spent a lot of money promoting this guy. So that's why I say, like, his story is interesting because it's bigger than just football. A lot of these people are going to make sure he continuously gets a chance simply because they need to make sure that their investment doesn't go completely wrong. Now, if you put him in a situation, in my opinion, you put a guy like Baker Mayfield in a situation where he doesn't have to meet the expectation that's given to him, then I think he'll succeed. What quarterback doesn't have to meet expectations? Rich? What quarterback doesn't have to meet expectations? Like, for instance, right, when the Ravens won, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, nobody expected Joe Flacco to lead the team to a Super Bowl. They, they, they actually did. They, no, they understood that. Who got the MVP of the game? Joe Flacco. No, he didn't. Ray Lewis got the MVP. What are you talking when about? When they beat the Niners? No. No, I'm not talking about when they beat. No, I'm talking about Trent Dilford. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the wrong quarterback. Tro- Trent Dilford. I meant to say Trent Dilford. Dummy. Trent Dilford. Trent Dilford. Trent Dilford. Trent Dilford, when they won a Super Bowl, he wasn't expected to lead that when team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you're talking about a but, Hall of Fame defense that all they required him to do. Guess what his priority was? Don't mess it up. But, but that, that, that's expectation. Okay, but now right? when you if look, if they would have said to him, "It doesn't matter how you play. Don't worry about it. We're still gonna win." Was, they uh, they told him, "All we need from you is one score." Get us that one score, don't turn the football over, and we're going to win the game. Last year. Every quarterback has expectation because it's the most important position in sports. It's not even just football. In sports. There's no quarterback, Rich, that does not have expectation, bro. I don't care if you're on the worst team or you're on the best team. They expect the quarterback to be the guy because he's the highest paid. Period. And he's the team leader. I'll ask you two questions. Last year, I'm a 49er fan. Okay. I'm a huge 49er fan. Do you think last year any 49er fan expected Jimmy Garoppolo to lead us to a Super Bowl? Yes, because he did did it before. Or did every 49er fan understand the defense that we had? And we knew Jimmy Garoppolo, all we need you to do is just maintain. Don't turn the ball over. That's an expectation, Rich. I mean, yeah, but you, I mean, but the expectation for Jimmy G is a lot different than the expectation for like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, they expect you to carry a team. Nobody expects Jimmy G to carry a team. Nobody expects 
uh, uh, Baker Mayfield to carry a team. Well, he had the first-round draft pick. That's why the expectations were put on him. He's not that type of quarterback. Stafford was not expected to carry the Rams to a Super Bowl last year. He was. No, he was not. Aaron Donald was expected to carry that defense on the Super Bowl run that they were on. How did they win the Super Bowl last year? Did you see the footage? When the coach said it, Aaron Donald's going to make this play to win us the Super Bowl. But and what, what happened in the next play? A, Aaron, Donald, game. But what got, Aaron Donald made the play to win the Super Bowl. But what got them there? And he did that in the Super Bowl, and he did it against the 49ers. What got them there? Two games straight. The defense of the Rams. Oh, so Matthew Stafford's play didn't get them there. The, fact, the, fact, that, the fact that Cooper PJ, Cup didn't set records Eli, as a wide bro, receiver. Eli, Eli, that, that didn't matter. Eli Manning. Eli Manning didn't have an all-around great game in those Super Bowls, bro. That defense carried them to the Super Bowl. That's just what it was. And Eli Manning didn't make throw after throw in the Super Bowls? Like yeah. I said, like I, I said. I, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, Phil, you're, you're a Giants fan. Please tell him that although the defense was very stout in those Super Bowls, Eli Manning was throwing dimes in that game. Both games. Now, now, thank you. It's you still watch, an expectation now, for a quarterback to make sure that they yes. do not slow down what's going down. That's, that's what's going down. So, so what you're talking about, so there's, there's an expectation always going for, to be expectation no for a quarterback, bro. You're bugging. There's, there's an expectation you're bugging. for every position on that field, BJ. The quarterback is the most important, bro. Okay, but again, like I said. No quarterback, no team can, is going to allow a quarterback to throw 25 interceptions in a season and him still keep his job. That's an expectation that we don't want you to turn the ball over. It's simple. That's a quarterback's job. Lead your team, don't turn the ball over, and don't put your team in a bad situation to give us a chance to win. And at okay. least get That's us an three. expectation. That's but it's fine. in position a to cornerback. get three. And if Baker Mayfield... What is a cornerback's job? There's an expectation for a cornerback. Do not get beat deep. Try your hardest not to let the wide receiver catch the ball. Please make tackles when you're supposed to. There's an expectation for every position on that field. But real is real. At the end of the day, you would never look at a quarterback like the Trent Dilford, Jimmy G, and tell yourself, that's a Super Bowl quarterback right there. No, you will not. You didn't look at Matthew Stafford and say, he's going to lead them to the Super Bowl. Really? Nobody said that. Everybody said I, I think I think everybody you, across the NFL did. When you look at the Los Angeles Rams last year, what was the first thing you mentioned? Not Offense. one person said Matthew Stafford. Offense. They, Offense. Yeah, they said they said Cooper Not Cup. Not one person. That's what they said. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup Cooper Cup was Cooper Cup was a problem. Right, and who threw the ball to Cooper Cup? Yo, oh my goodness. Who threw the ball to Cooper Cup? For, the, for, the, real, who made the plays to actually have the game-winning drive to allow Aaron Donald to have the sack? Emilio it was actually Estevez. Matt Stafford that well, did that. Well, I'll I'll say this. Am I bugging or what? BJ, yes, Bro. quarterbacks help put points on you the board. You can't, you bro. Yes, the reason why your argument is obvious. crazy is that's because obvious. you're all over the place. No, it's you not. You cannot talk about Baker Mayfield and put Baker Mayfield in the same category as Matthew Stafford. They are two different quarterbacks. Listen, Matthew Stafford runs laps around I, Baker Mayfield. I, I, but I'm not comparing. Leadership compa wise, I'm not comparing everything that. wise. When you look at so the expectation is going to be different. When Matthew Stafford is in, they expect him to carry the team because he's a better quarterback when he when 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 Matt, when Baker Mayfield's in is in the game they're asking him don't thing. screw it mm -hmm. up 
don't turn the ball over. They can, uh, they can, they can deal with Matthew Stafford throwing two interceptions. You know why? Because they know that he's gonna be able to bounce back from that and throw three touchdowns. Negative. He. It's not that he bounced back from that. That defense gets him the ball back. Here we go. Number two. When you look at Paul, Patrick, please, when you look at how look Patrick in. Mahomes quarterback. I'm not saying nothing. Else. Every defense understands. Keep the ball out that man's hand because he's going to tear us up. What I'm saying, because what I'm saying is, when you look at Tom Brady, we go Tom Brady ba- we did go not Baker, have a defense. We go from Baker Mayfield, and to Patrick everybody Mahomes, knew Tom Brady would. Tom Brady would <laughs> put up 40 points on the scoreboard if you I let him without yeah. a great defense. That it's just a difference. That's just what it is. Nobody looked at Matthew Stafford or Eli Manning to put up 40 points a game to win a game. That's not how it worked. That's not how it worked. They depended on their defense. Right, right, right. Giants won the Super Bowls because of their defense. Same thing with the Rams last year. Wait. If Niners would have won, everybody would have been all over the defense so and now, what they did. So now we're talking about the Niners. I'm just saying. If we, we, go, we go from that's Matthew Stafford I, that's to Patrick Mahomes to Tom Brady to Griselda to, 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 to we're just going around the moon. Because, about- like I said, how they quarterback is different. When you look at Tom Brady and and you look at Mahomes, they carry a team. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's what they do. They so ca- Baker they're the Mayfield ones who get carried it that team no, on Thursday about, night I'm, football, I'm saying, bro? I'm not, I'm not talking, this about, is, I'm not this, talking the, about that. Where are we going Cole, with this? This is the topic I'm that not, I'm asking about. So I'm not he, talking about that. He literally took this <laughs> down the street and then crossed it. No, 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 no. Brittany well, Griner was the oh, best oh, NBA oh, player of all. Oh, uh, WNBA oh, player of all. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Dummy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I put. I go put, ahead and chime in, please. I put it like you this. You talked for the last seven. As, as far as as far as Stafford goes, <laughs> you got to remember last season when they won the Super Bowl. The year before that, Jared Goff had all the weapons that Matt Stafford did, and, and they couldn't win. And they couldn't win. So talent wins, so, right? Quarterback does matter. Thank you. But you made my point. But also going back to Baker Mayfield, and I'm surprised he's still in the league. Because correct. Usually, when you get picked number one overall as a quarterback, and we saw it with Tim Couch. You saw it with Ryan Leaf. You flush out. You, you saw it with Jamarcus Russell. You flush out. You like you, you only get three, maybe four years max. Right. Before the, the NFL has had enough this of This is you. his third team. His third team, yep. My right. and this is the second team this year. Correct. His third, third team. Third team in how many years? What, five, four years? Yeah, six years or something like that. My, how many how excuse me, how many quarterbacks you know is going to get these many chances? He's on uh, he he has a, a longer leash than a lot of the other Right. Former first round picks in the league. Right. It's bigger than football. I just think for him it's bigger than football. He's he was fortunate to have, like I said, all those commercials and people who want him to do good. So he's gonna get those chances. I will, I will say this, probably why he gets a longer leash. Compared to the others I just named, he had a more prestigious college career than than the rest of them. So maybe that might be the reason why well, I don't know. You win your draft first. Draft There's the expectation. First. Exactly. That's my, that's what it is. Sam Donald was drafted people. third. Tim Tebow didn't get drafted first. Matter. Well, no, you know but, but, but he remember. had a crazy. He had one of the craziest college careers ever. Don't yeah, but he wasn't drafted number one. He overall. He wasn't one overall. But also remember, 
Tim Couch was drafted by that same organization for right. his overall. And they flushed him out quickly. And he had one playoff appearance. There you go. And they didn't even credit him as the reason the team made the playoffs. There you go. So, so it's, there's a Baker Mayfield apologist community out well, there. Well, don't forget, a couple of years ago, there was Baker mania. So I mean, listen, we, we heard years ago that it was Odell that was holding Baker back. Then we heard about Kevin Stefanski that was holding Baker back. Then it was the offensive line that was holding Baker back. Then they didn't have enough weapons that was holding Baker back. Then he gets released from the team because they rather take a chance on a guy that likes massages on the weekends and give him a full guaranteed contract than take Baker Mayfield on their team, correct? So then he goes to Carolina and what? What's the excuse then? What's the excuse? So this is my thing is that people have... This is why I brought this topic up is because I'm hearing so much praise. About People are just trying to make something out of nothing. It was a, Correct. It was a throwaway game. Neither team is going to the playoffs. Neither team is good. Neither, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, Baker Mayfield, he, he had a great a, drive. It's, it's one feel-good moment. Right. Shouts to Baker Mayfield for that, but let's just keep it there. Let's just keep it there and not try to compound the situation and say, oh, he could be able to, he could be able to build on this. Build on what? We're in week 14. Is what? Three more three more weeks of the season left? Build on Four what? more weeks? Moving on. I'm moving on. I don't want to talk about Baker anymore because I'm going to throw him out if he keeps talking about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> keep talking about Baker from air. Right, exactly. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you're a 49ers fan. Before I move on, you're a Niners fan. You would never take Baker Mayfield in Ever. your team. So, okay. Ever. So, what are we talking about here? No, I'm done. Because listen. I'm done. Listen, I'm done. Listen, listen, listen. Bill, can't do it. I can't do it. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Baker, sir, your Uber's outside. If the situation fits him, it's I don't want to hear it. It's a Dodge Caravan. But you can't put the expectations of him to lead. Your driver's name I is Kevin. I think if the situation for him works out, because think about it. If he actually License does well. plate number 774. If, if he does well, you're going to say, if, bro, the Rams aren't a horrible team. Yes, they are. I don't think they're a horrible team. They have injuries. They have a bad defense. They have a bad offensive line. And, and to me, team. that and to me that that's the only thing that really changed. Their defense is just yeah. no, not as good as it was last year. The offensive line is worse. They lost Vaughn Miller, right? That was okay. huge to their defense. Okay. So their defense need if their defense was as good as it was last year, their offense wouldn't struggle the way they're struggling. Okay. So Cooper Cup being hurt, Allen Robinson being a dud, and then getting hurt. The offensive line being bad. So the, the running backs that, being so the, shit. The running backs being, being Cam, nowhere near. Cam Akers not to being be. consistent. The, so your your star quarterback has no time to throw the football to give it to his star wide receiver or Allen Robinson or have any type of resemblance or semblance of a, of a of a running game. How is that offense going to be good? That offensive line changed last year this year and this is the problem that the rams have had nothing to do with defense yeah they look a little older on defense and they've they've had some losses but offensively they're a bad football team in every facet of the game they're a bad football team and they played a bad football team and they played a bad football team two bad football teams played each other so somebody had to win on a thursday on a thursday so your driver kevin's on. still outside by the way moving on uh, the biggest topic that we have, right, and this is something that everybody's going to be able to chime in on, I'm sure. Deion Sanders, prime time, must be the money, accepts the head coaching job at Colorado. 
Um, and there's backlash everywhere about it. A lot of people calling him a sellout. A lot of people saying that, you know, he lied about staying at the HBCUs. Uh, you know, was supposed to be there, supposed to help build the program and help build the HBCU and all of this stuff. And um, before we get into it, we'll go to break. Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Gals. I want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for all even podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Welcome back, y'all. So, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders gets criticized for not staying at Jackson State HBCU school. And I would like to hear from the room. I'm not going to say my part yet. I want to hear from Claw. Claw, what do you think? Do you think that Dion should have stayed? Or do you think that he made the right decision to go into Colorado? I think he brought enough awareness to the program that someone can actually get in there and continue the good work that was done. And it's a time to advance himself. Yeah, I agree. All right, cool. Good talk. Phil, what you got? programs he really wanted to build it he really wanted it to be as big as any other like big big 10 whatever conference mm -hmm. and i don't think he achieved that goal so it's it's a toss up there but you know you got to do what's best for you at the end of the day so so yeah either way fair what do you think rich um I feel like nobody gets a job that they're not willing to progress and like move forward. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you get a job and you're, you're offered an opportunity to get a promotion who doesn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? He went to Jackson state. And like you said, he raised awareness. He got all the attention on Jackson state. Jackson state is huge right now. They're funneling, like, a lot of money through Jackson State outside of Dion. When you talk about advertisement, which who knows if they stay, but I'm sure they're, they're like, tied in contractually. But at the end of the day, how are you mad at a person for taking a better opportunity? Why do we put this expectation or this job on this person to stay and do something that we feel he should do. Like, he went there and helped the situation. They're getting more money now. Their school's better. They got, they fixed the football field. They worked with the program. They fixed the locker rooms. They did all that kind of stuff. So I feel like what, in my opinion, what I think he did was he opened up a lot of programs' eyes as to how to further your program. He showed people how to use social media. He showed coaches how to help yourself recruit. He showed a lot of other people the game. All right. You know what I mean? Like, you have people on much lower levels that are stealing 
his ideologies. He walked around with a camera on him all day. Social media literally got to see everything he was doing at Jackson State. You know, you see, you see other programs. Other programs are doing exactly what he did at Jackson State. So I think what he's there for, he's doing. And I still think that he's going to continue to do that while he's at Colorado. You know what I mean? So yeah. think about it. When he played at, I mean, when he was coaching at Jackson State, he was promoting other schools. When they were playing, yo, look, come out to FAMU. Come out to these schools and be at the game. Pack the crowds out. They've never played in front of, what, what was it, like thirty or 40,000 people or something like that, that stadium, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So I think he came through. He showed the blueprint. Um, and I can guarantee you these other coaches noticed what he did, and they're going to run with it. So I can't be mad at him for taking a promotion. You kidding me? If somebody told you, yo, BJ, get the hell up out of here, and we're going to put you into this situation, you would leave this in a heartbeat because it would be much better for you and your career. And I'm not even sure how true it is, but they said that they, they don't even have the money to give him what he asked for or something like that. Like the AD said that they don't even have the money that he, he's supposed to be getting paid, but they're going to get it through whatever advertisement or whatever it was they were trying to get it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard that. I don't think I heard I heard, I heard an interview. I think the AD did. But he was like, we don't have the money yet, but we're going to get it. We're not nervous about right. it or something like that. But, but yeah, but I, don't, I would never knock a person, any person. I don't care who it is. For taking a promotion. No way. Al, what you got? So I look at it from several factors. Number one, Deion Sanders. He he seems to be serious about coaching college football. Now, if you're coaching college football, and, and this is no knock on HCBUs or anything like that, but we all know college football dominates TV on Saturdays. Whether you're watching ESPN, Fox, ESPN+, SEC Network, whatever. HBCUs don't play televised football games. So there's only so much that he can do. This is a case of Jackson State needs Dion more than De more than Dion needs Jackson State. Right. Dion can do more for Jackson State than Jackson State can do for Dion. He's moving up to Colorado. Now granted, is Colorado the best program ever? No. Absolutely not. No. Does Colorado play on major networks? They usually play on the late night slot on Friday or Saturday nights on, uh, on Fox Sports. So he's going to a bigger avenue. He's coaching a bigger program. He probably, want, he probably wants to work his way up to try to probably get to an to a Oklahoma Sooners or a Texas Longhorns or, or, or a South Carolina Gamecocks, like a, a program of that bigger stature. But he can't do that if he stays at Jackson State for five or six years. And again, if he's serious about coaching and you want to, what do you do when you try to big up your resume in any field? You go around to different companies and get work at bigger, reputable companies. And you can say, hey, I worked at this smaller place here and I did this. Now I can use the skill set of what I did here and, and bring it to your program and do the same and get bigger results. And if what Rich is saying is true, where the AD don't even know if they have money to pay him, why would you stay in a place where you're not getting paid? Yes, you love the game of football, but nobody's going to... Coaching kids, I call them kids because, you know, they're in college, but coaching kids is more than, is more than just coaching the pros, in my opinion, because you also got to be a leader to these guys. You got to teach them life lessons. To a lot of these guys, you're a father figure. So that takes a lot of time and commitment, and why would I want to put that time and commitment in if, I'm, if they don't even know if they can compensate me?
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what? And again, we're not talking about a regular football coach like a Steve Spurrier or any of these guys. We're, we're talking about Deion Sanders, who is actually... In the realm of football, one of the biggest names you can possibly get. Nobody, if Deion Sanders was, wasn't coaching Jackson State, we wouldn't even be thinking twice about them. Right. So I think that people are mad only because it looks, to them, it looks, oh, this big shot came in here. He came for one season, and now he's on his way out. But no, he's just trying to elevate and progress himself. That, that's, that's like, what are you going to do? Work at a mom and pop your whole life, and then when the Fortune 500 comes calling and offers you five times the money you were making, you're going to say no? Like like I said, Dion's aspirations is probably to move up to bigger programs. And think about it. He did all he can do. What more can he do to get Jack to, to, for Jackson State? They, they already fixed the locker room. They already fixed the facilities. The attendance is probably going to drop because they probably went to see Dion more than they went to see the team play. But that's nobody's fault of their own. But again, and this is why you have divisions in college football. You know, HBCU, I'm not even sure if they're Division One, Division Two. Like, you know, he, he wants to cut his teeth somewhere else. Now, is he Jackson State is undefeated, I'm 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 assuming, yes. correct? They're undefeated. Is he gonna have an undefeated season at Colorado? Probably not. No. But he's going there to, you know, probably cut his teeth and grind and, and learn more about coaching, but I don't have a problem with him leaving because he's trying to he's trying to level himself up. And this is the move he needs to do. If he's serious about being a, a actual college football coach. I agree. And thank y'all for y'all points. Everybody was solid in regards to what they said. The biggest thing for me is that I'm trying to gather my words here because I'm going to go on a, a monologue. Um, in our community, we have a big problem. Labeling people very quickly as sellouts. Very quickly as Uncle Tom's. Very quickly as they're not for the culture or the whatever it was, right? Most HBCU coaches, when they get hired, there is no... There is no promotion for them. There is no lateral movement. There is no, I have a chance to get to a power five school. You get hired there, you stay there. You stay there. And you're labeled an HBCU head coach. That's all they'll look at you. That's all they'll think about you. That's all they'll think that you can do is lead this particular small school to wherever they're going. Deion Sanders changed that. Deion Sanders went there with his bravado, with his 
character, with his confidence, with everything that comes with primetime. With all the doubt that people had, because I remember everybody was saying, or not everybody, but there was a majority of the press saying, can he coach? Can he motivate? Can he do this? He's such a big mouth, and can he put his, you know, his actions where his mouth is, right? He did that. For three years, he did that. Not only did he do that, but he showed that he can be able to recruit possibly better than any other coach in the nation and he's at Jackson State he had the number one recruit in the country go to Jackson State not Clemson not USC not Auburn not Auburn not Oklahoma not Alabama little old Jackson State so for me when you have a guy like that that comes to your particular conference, SWAC, and he elevates your conference. Why the hate? You would want Jackson State to improve so much that they can get on a national stage because when his school gets big, everybody gets big. He puts the SWAC, he puts HBCUs on the map so people can be able to talk about it. There's a reason why Mo Williams, the ex-NBA player, ex-Cav, is the head coach at Jackson State right now. Because HBCUs matter now. People think that it's an actual option rather than, I'm going to go back to high school. Or I'm going to go up be an assistant coach somewhere else. No, I'm going to go to an HBCU school and build up my resume. That's a thing now. It wasn't a thing before Dion got here. So for people to look at Dion Sanders as a sellout for wanting to now change the narrative at a power five school, that he can be able to come from nowhere and change how they look at us in regards to being program builders. Nick Saban is looked at as a, pro, uh, as a program builder, Right? All these other coaches, program builders, none of them look like us. None of them look like me. So for a guy to make a decision to say, I'm going to change that narrative. I'm going to make sure that I have the best facilities, the best recruiting dollars, the best the best resources that I can possibly get to be able to enhance that narrative. That's bigger than he can ever do at HBCU to me. So for anybody to call Deion Sanders an Uncle Tom, shame on you. And this is the problem in our communities that when we try to level up, our own people will try to knock us down. Rather than say, go ahead and go dominate that Power 5 school. Go ahead and be the best team in the Pac-12. Go ahead and be the team that everybody's talking about instead of the USC's and the UCLA's and the Utah's. No, he's a sellout because he should have stayed at HBCU. I would like to know how many people that have children and that child goes to them and says, 
I'd like to go to Duke. I want to know how many of those parents and how many of those analysts and pundits that talk about Deion Sanders being a sellout, how many of them will say to their kid, you need to go to an HBCU over Duke? I'll wait. Not many. Shannon Sharp, Hall of Famer, went to an HBCU school and said that wasn't his first choice. He wanted to go to Georgia. He wanted to go to a big SEC school. You're going to look down on him because HBCU wasn't his first choice? He still went there. His numbers still hang in the rafters, right? His records still stand there. So what does it matter if it was his first choice or not? What does it matter if he left or not? That's my problem with us, is that we tend to always point the fingers at people that make decisions that we would never make. Take the risks that we would never take. We can sit on our couch. We can sit on our barbershop chairs and talk shit. But they never do it. They'd never send their kids to an HBCU school. Not if you're trying to go to the pros. Right. You see what I'm saying? You got a kid that's top five in the country. You ain't thinking about an HBCU school. You're thinking about North Carolina. You're thinking about Ohio State. You're thinking about Duke. Kentucky, you're thinking about Michigan, Kansas. Kentucky. So let's stop the bullshit. Dion left Jackson State in a situation that they've been in, that they haven't been in in a while. Successful program, scouting well, recruiting well. Whoever takes that job after Dion, they need to live up to that standard. And if the school falls back down to shit, that has nothing to do with Dion Sanders. He left Jackson State better than he found it. Bingo. So if I leave somewhere better than I found it, there's no reason to criticize me. If I left this school in rubble, like how most of these D1 uh, coaches leave it, in, in a scandal, scholarships getting taken away, there's rubble. He didn't leave that. So why do we have to look at Deion Sanders as somebody that, oh, he came here and he, he said this and he said this and he said that he wouldn't leave? He took the opportunity that was given to him and he maximized it. And now he cashed out and went to a bigger school. I don't see a big, I don't see a big deal. I really don't. My issue is not with Deion. It's how people always try to knock you down and call you a sellout when nine times out of ten they do the same thing it sells it gets attention but even if it's not on tv bro you still got people in regular life that think that way i'll spin it to you like this that's the problem i'll spin it to you like this if he wasn't Deion Sanders, this wouldn't even be an issue. It wouldn't matter. If he wasn't a former multi-time Super Bowl winning defensive back in the NFL, <clears throat> it wouldn't matter. If he was just no, a regular, think, ordinary old coach, if he could have he been Joe Williams, it, it, it wouldn't be a problem. I don't think it's that, though. I think 
What Dion did when he accepted that Jackson State job, he sold the dream to the people. He sold the dream to athletes. He sold the dream to fans. He made, he made us believe that he was going to go to Jackson State and turn HBCUs to real competitors when you talk about the big stage. And he did that. Exactly. So what actually happened was he got there, he went to work, and accomplished a lot of the things that he said he would accomplish. But nobody's ever satisfied. It, that's exactly. You get what I'm saying? Well, I'm talking. So at the end of the day, you can have anybody who comes into a job and they'll tell you what they'll do, but no matter, even if they do it or not. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of people, a lot of people are going to be happy and a lot of people won't be happy. You'll never keep everybody satisfied. Never. So because he left, you have a lot of people who are feeling like, well, he's leaving. He's gone. So this is not done or that's not done. So you're going to get that regardless. Him selling that dream, the expectation of the average person who believed in the dream that he had, had a vision that was almost fairy tale. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So they'll take away from... Him actually saying, "Yo, all right, well, because he gave he gave back half of his salary. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. I think he gave back one hundred fifty thousand to the to the school to put towards the football program or whatever the case is. Now, if you talk about making three hundred thousand, and a school offers you a couple million dollars, like you said, a regular person they'll tell you you're an idiot for not taking that. But because it's Deion Sanders, they're gonna say that. But I do believe that they fell in love with the dream. They fell in love with what he sold." And he left, how was it, two years? Two seasons he had? Three seasons. Three seasons. So, at the end of the day, I get it from both sides. I definitely get it from both sides. Because in my opinion, I really thought, I didn't think he was going to leave this soon either. I thought he would have at least stood to the point where he would have been competing with maybe not the Alabamas, Maybe not the Georges, you know, those type of schools. But he would have put Jackson State on that level. Because if he did stay, way more was coming. But God. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more after the, after the break. He has changed the game. Whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm going to find a ball mitzvah for you to go to. <laughs> and you go, you're going to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Crack him if, if you got him. <laughs> All the gals watching, minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to... Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid.
Welcome back, y'all. NFL picks. Pick of the week. Who you got? Who you got? Me? Yeah. Did I, did I put you on the spot? No, I wasn't sure. The shades <laughs> shade just throwing me off. I wasn't sure who you were pointing at. Um, uh, <clears throat> one thing I know about gambling is that Vegas knows, right? So when I look at these picks, they have Pittsburgh minus two. If I'm looking at that correctly, uh-huh. against Baltimore, mm. nobody in America would pick Pittsburgh to beat Baltimore right now. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson's not playing, so. Oh, he's so he's hurt. Yeah, he's Hunt, Huntley's confirmed to start. Yes. Oh, okay. So, that so that's why that's sense. why the the spread has changed. So the fact, and even with that, the fact that they're be, picking Pittsburgh to still beat Baltimore, I'm picking Pittsburgh. Okay. Nothing to do with the actual sport. Just to me, I look at Vegas. Okay. Now, you know, I'm, I'm on my MyBookie app and um, surfing, seeing all the games, NBA, NFL, and, you know, what do I want to do when I get on the MyBookie app? I want to make sure that I'm putting my money down. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm putting at least $50 down. You can get a... 10% cash bonus deposit match. It's great. Um my bookie. My bookie's great. They take care of my family. Okay? I'll tell you right now. Take care of my family. Right? And anybody who talks bad about my bookie has to hear from me. Okay? <laughs> I assaulted my um my intern. Wow. Over my over my bookie. Okay? I've had fights with family members. I've had fights with my best friends. Okay? I've had fights with my girlfriend over my bookie because I have to protect my bookie's <laughs> my bookie's best interest. Okay? They take care of me. I got to take care of them. Okay? So you can go onto my bookie, use my promo code EVEN, and you'll be good. It's a lot of money to win out there. Alfred, you know. Mm-hmm. You use it. Yep. I saw you on it today, you know? Yeah. Appreciate you. No problem. Make sure you use that code. I, I don't want to have no problems. I, I really, listen, I, I I'm possibly might be going to therapy because I, 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 I tend to, to, I tend to get, a, yeah, listen, I tend to get upset when people don't sign up with my bookie, but you need to. It's a good app. You know, all the other ones that you use, you can use the DraftKings, you can use my bookie. They got the best odds. It's an easy app to use. It's easy to navigate. That's what we need, right? We need something that's simple, that's user-friendly, that's not going to confuse you. You know, the silent assassin, she uses it all the time. And when people don't use it, she, she threatens them and breaks knees. That's what she does. So use my bookie. Bet anywhere, anytime, any place at my bookie. Like that, right? It's good. Ah, pick of the week. Who you got, Claw? I'm going Cowboys over Texans. Oh, that's such an easy what line. Mean? You, you know what? what? That's, that, that's, a high, that's, that's a, that's that's a, a high, high money line. That's the highest spread in Man, in history, possibly. Oh, you're going with money line. Yeah. Got you. I'm him. That's okay, so I, you're going money line. Oh, that's a big... Yeah. You have to put out a hundreds of bucks right. to even get a hundred back. Bet a thousand and you get fifty dollars back. Come on, Chloe, what are you doing? I like I like sure things. 
Oh, you like the short thing? Okay. He's playing it safe, or as safe as can be. What safe. about you, Al? What you got? Uh, I like the Seattle Seahawks over the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and uh, if we're talking prop bets. Spread is three and a half. So you take the spread, same game, parlay it. You take Geno Smith, 200 yards minimum. Are you taking the money line as well? No, you take the spread. Also, you just taking the spread. I'm taking the spread, and I'm taking Geno Smith at least minimum 200 yards over. Interesting. Yep. And if you're feeling real ballsy, DK Metcalf, anytime touchdown score. You thank me later. Okay. I'll see, I like I gotta I gotta bring him more in these segments. He, he he's he's a he's a he's yeah, an avid guy. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. I might do that. Do my bookie for sure. Did, you not signed up yet? No, I, I signed up this week. You not signed up yet? No, I signed up. Oh this boy. Week. I signed this weekend. You see, I was talking Alfred, about Alfred just brought me in. Okay, so so Alfred start talking you. like Alfred, dude. Not yeah. I, I talk all in. the time. I do a whole bunch of promotions. You you just choose not to do it. And when I have to choose violence, that's when people want to sign up. That's the yeah. problem. You never told me a thank you later. That that was a selling point for me right there, man. I don't need. Right you don't need DJ thank you. Metcalf, you said anytime. You you anytime sign up. Touchdown, you yeah. sign up, and that's the thank you. That's the thank you. And you over here kicking over glasses like you you just batting a thousand today. I didn't know you heard that. You batting a thousand today. <laughs> I like Rich. Dummy. Yeah. I like you too, Alfred. You're, you're, you're good, batting a thousand good, good today. You're a great man. My pick of the week. And I had a good one last week. My pick of the week. It's a good game. Buccaneers 49ers. 49ers are at home, and they are minus three and a half at home. I am taking the Bucks. What? Taking the Bucks money line. I'm taking Tom Brady going over 300 yards. Prop bet. Right? What? And I'm also taking. I take the spread as well. I almost. I feel like you want to you wanna win some money? I, listen, I'm into the big home run bets. Nicole, you know this, right? Every week I come on here with a home run bet. I'm not going with the claw safe. It's a minus 17 spread. It's Texans are the worst team in the league going against one of the best teams. They, they may lose by 50. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to put some money in your pocket. I, I would do some research before I take any Tom Brady prop bet. I'm trying yards. to put some money in your pocket, Alfred. Okay, you want to go ahead and do your research, that's fine. But when you when when this hits, you're gonna be like, you know what? I should have. He hasn't thrown for 300 yards in the last six weeks. You gotta remember, this is San Francisco. This is his hometown team. This is who he wanted to play for. Tom Brady is like Michael Jordan when it comes to finding angles to better himself or to hype himself up. I got Tom Brady. I'm taking the Who's 300. He? I'm taking the spread. I'm taking the points. Who's he thrown to for 300? Huh? Who's he thrown to for 300? Got Mike Evans. Mm -hmm. You got Chris Godwin's now back. They got weapons, bro. Rashad White. Rashad White. They got weapons, bro. But still. They did three. Exactly. You they, said 300 yards for Brady. Facts. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. So if you want to make, you want to win some big money, don't listen to Claw. <laughs> don't listen to Claw. You listen to me. The last, me later. the last time he threw for anything over 300 was October. Okay. So like I said, it's a home run bet. And if you want to win some big money, take the home run bet. I'm talking about Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, knock it out of the park type of home run bet. You understand me? Good. Bingo. <laughs> God bless you. Bet anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right? Moving on. Moving on. Dan Snyder, 
Dan Snyder's in trouble again. It's like he's always in trouble, right? The House committee ends up putting out the report that he had some, you know, there's, there's a negative or toxic work environment and he was complicit. He knew what was going on. But also, you know what they found? That the NFL was complicit. That they hid a lot of stuff too. Because the NFL, if you don't believe it, they don't want their owners in trouble. They don't want their owners in the hot seat because it makes the league look bad. So what they ended up doing was they kind of buried some stuff to not make it get out. That's what, that's what the, uh, the committee found. Thoughts? I'm not surprised. Dan Snyder, he's, he's, uh, what has he been embroiled in the last couple of years? Emails, sexual harassment. You name it. Um, he can't even honor all-time great players on, 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 that, that have played for his franchise properly. Well, he was a dummy in the week last week. You know that. Yeah. I mean, we all saw what happened to Sean Taylor's statue, quote-unquote. Right. Um, naming scandals from the name of the organization. Went from the Redskins to the football team to the Commanders. Um, he, he's just a really inept owner who should not own a football team. And he's being protected by the NFL. Which doesn't sit right with me because we've seen others who have done far less get punished out the wazoo by Roger Goodell. Right. By the way, I've met Commissioner Goodell. He's uh, not a favorite of mine. But, um, yeah, I mean... I mean I'm not surprised that they would protect the doofus like uh, like Dan Snyder. Are you going that far? Yeah, I'm going that far. What do you think, Rich? Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, and as far as like uh, Roger Goodell not coming down hard on owners, if you really look at he works the, for the owners. I'm about to say, if you look how the NFL is structured, he would be almost putting his job at risk. Yeah, for coming down hard on the owners the way he does on like the players so i don't know i think it's uh i don't know i think it's a it's a weird it's a it's a it's a tough situation it's a tough situation for a guy like roger goodell to be in you know um but him promoting that that atmosphere i mean i'm i'm not shocked yeah i think he's just an owner that's just not in tuned with what's going on in society and 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 he was supposed to be away from the team that was the agreement that they had you know with the penalties and all the the backlash that was happening with all the suits and he was supposed to be away from the day-to-day operations oh no dan snyder is back doing day-to-day operations so This is a big thing. Whether it falls on deaf ears or not, the fact that the report is out there, uh, it's there. So people can be able to see exactly what's what's out there and be transparent and know what's really happening, right? Instead of not knowing, oh, you know. If you want to read the report, it's out there. Um, Claude, what are your thoughts? Anytime I hear Dan Snyder's name, you know what time it is. It's collusion. It's horrible, so... Yeah, I don't know. Facts. I ain't surprised. Yep. Moving on, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Rumor is that he's going to lose his job at the end of the season. Um, I think that we can put a lot of blame on Russell Wilson this year, his poor play, right? But I think most of the blame goes to Nathaniel Hackett. When you hire a head coach that needs to hire a consultant 
to handle two-minute drills and clutch situations. I thought that was supposed to be a part of the package, right? When you hire a coach, they tell you what their game plan is. They tell you what their strategy is. They tell you how they're going to improve the roster and all this stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Doesn't matter for this guy, right? Oh, you don't have to know these things. We're just going to hire you. It's fine. Well, this is what happens. It's like when you go to the store and you buy something for cheap and you know it's not going to work the best, but you buy it anyway when you got the money to buy something else. You get what you pay for, right? If you hire a guy that you know who is pretty much inept at knowing how to close games and how to get his team over the hump and execute with X and O's and scheming, what do you think was going to happen? What do you think was going to happen? You could have you could have had Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes on this team. They still would struggle because the game plan sucks. The strategy sucks. The plays suck. So if they hire if they fire him, I think maybe we can possibly possibly salvage Russell Wilson's career. I, it's possible. Right? I, I I can't say that a 30 you know, he's in his early 30s to say that he's washed. I, 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 I said it, but I can't believe it. I can't. So I want to see if they actually move on from Hackett, how Wilson responds, because he will have a chance to have a clean slate next year, show up to camp, not have his own jersey on like an idiot, and, and be a mature quarterback and gain the trust of his team. He has a chance to do that. Hackett don't have that chance. He's one and done. They're going to have to find a head coach to be able to lead this team. Thoughts? Fire him. Get it over with. He's proven that he's a horrible play caller. Correct. And it showed from the very first week in week one Monday Night Football in a game they should have never lost to the Seahawks. Right. On paper, that Broncos team is better than the Seahawks. Yeah. It was crazy to me that we live in a world in the NFL, where we can say Geno Smith is better than Russell Wilson. Exactly. Ne- never, never thought I would utter, the, utter those words. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got to go. He got to go. I don't, think he's a, I don't think he's a coach for a team like that. Even though, you know, I feel like the Broncos team doesn't necessarily make it easy for him either, but I think he could coach that team way better than – like, they look bad. Put Mike up a little bit more. They, they, look, they look really bad. I don't I – don't, yeah, yeah. Like, I think there was a game they had this year. They only scored like, was it like uh, three points or something? Bro, points? There, there's a stat. They said that if the Broncos scored like, I, I don't know, it was 18 more points, they'd have been like 10 and one or some some crap like that. Like they haven't lost games by that many points. It's all yeah, about it's, scheming it's and execution you, and and being you know what's very a competent coach. You know what's very telling? They were supposed to be on Sunday Night Football this this and week. they phased them out. They they swapped the games yeah. out. Yeah, don't nobody want to see that. The Broncos were supposed to be Sunday night. Yeah, because don't nobody want to see that. We already saw one game that was trash. Facts. Who wants to watch the Broncos right now? No one. No one. And it was definitely sold on like Russell Wilson, hundred percent. Yeah, let's ride right. Stupidest shit I ever heard. Uh, <laughs> well, he said, well, he calls it Bronco. Uh, well, no, let's ride. That's that. That was uh, Bronco, Bronco Nation. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. Well, let's. They, they they took they took that from Sierra. So corny, corny. Uh, I don't care where it comes from. It's corny. That's funny. He's corny, and so is she. 
<laughs> both of them. I, 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 both of them. I stopped following him on Instagram. Both of them. His TikToks are unbearable, bro. He's on TikTok? Who, who ain't? I'm not. <laughs> who ain't? I'm not. Who ain't? What we got next? Ah, okay. Now it's time to get into the nitty gritty. MLB free agency, y'all. All right? Winter meetings are here. They've finished. They've concluded. And there's a reason why I'm wearing this shirt. There's a reason why I have my Mets hat on. There's a reason why Alfred is wearing his orange Nike uh, sweatshirt. That's very nice. Um, the Mets did well. For the first time in my life, being a Mets fan, and I've been a Mets fan my entire life, the Mets have spent money on improving their team. They spent the most money and have the highest payroll in baseball. And are not done spending it. And they're not finished. They've spent over $300 million and they're still not done. Steve Cohen, I'm telling you, I've said it on Twitter, protect the man at all costs. I don't care if you got to throw your body in front of cars. Make sure that you protect him. You throw, you know, lily pads and roses in front of him. Whatever you got to do to make sure that man gets to his destination safe, you do it as a Mets fan. Because what he's done is that he's put us in a situation, finally, where we're operating like a big market team. We're operating like how the Yankees used to operate. There's no reason why you should be in New York and not be able to be on, in on every free agent that's there. And for too long, we had two owners that just didn't want to spend. And they didn't want to spend because they didn't have the money. They were broke. They got caught up in the Ponzi scheme and lost more money. We don't have that problem anymore. The Mets, they re-signed Brandon Nimmo. Eight years, $162 million. They get Justin Verlander, two years, $86 million. They get Jose, uh, uh, Jose Quintana, Quintana. Quintana, two years, $26 million. They have spent a lot of money, and they're still not done. And as a Met fan, I can only say thank you, Steve Cohen. We got out. Kind of sad that... Uh the best picture I ever saw in my own two eyes. Don't segue yet. Don't segue yet. Let's not talk about him. We, we, there's a segment for that. Don't don't segue yet. Also, um, I don't particularly like the Quintana move. Okay. Only because, from my knowledge of baseball, he was the Cardinals' fifth all year last year. He's going to be our fifth. Yeah, but he's not a guy I'm going to brag and tout about signing. Well, it's not about it's not about that. You got to remember, Al. You need pitchers to. Eat up innings. That's true too. And Kitana, his entire career has made start after start after start. If you go back and look at his career, he's averaged 30 starts a year. That's true. So when you have a guy like that that you know that you can give the ball to every fifth day, every sixth day, every seventh day, and he's gonna be able to be out there and pitch, it matters. It matters. So for a fifth starter that you know you're not going to have a problem with just penciling in. And that, you're not, that's true. And you're not spending a ton of money on him. I, I, do, I do love the Verlander move. Great move. A lot of people say, oh, well, he's 40. Yeah, he's 40. He just won a Cy Young. He's Nolan Ryan, bro. He just won a Cy Young. He's Nolan Ryan. 
and a World Series ring. And it's not like he roached the ring. He was an integral part of that team. Facts. I agree. So I, I like the Verlander move. Yeah. I believe Nimmo was worth every dollar they paid for Every him. dime. Because you've been to Mets games with me plenty of times. Yes. How many times has Nimmo been in the energy? All the time. He's the guy who starts us off hot. I've never seen a dude that takes a walk and, and runs, runs the full first speed base to full. first base. He runs zero to 60 to first base every time. Every like, time. I, I, I absolutely love that move. I would like to see them get Chris Bassett if they can't get Rodon. Don't want Chris Bassett. You don't want Chris Bassett. I heard Chris Bassett might be going to the, the Phillies. I think the Phillies are having a hell of a they are a hell of a, a free agent period. Trey Turner, yeah, they just took Taiwan Walker from us. Yep, even though I didn't want Taiwan to begin with, but they're looking they're looking real promising. But the Mets, it'd be interesting to see who else they uh, even before free agent period they they locked up Vogel back. Right, took his team option. Right, so uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Very happy, very happy with the Mets. I know I know the silent assassin over there. She's very happy. Very, very hard. She wanted Aaron Judge, but, you know, he stayed with the Yankees. That's fine. Um, but the guy that we're going to talk about after the break is the one that has New York buzzing right now, and it's not Aaron Judge. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Um, we were talking about baseball free agency, the Mets doing well. Mets signing Scherzer, Mets signing a whole bunch of people. They're still in on a whole bunch of other free agents. But the biggest story with the Mets right now is the fact that we lost a Hall of Fame pitcher. We lost Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom decided to sign with the Texas Rangers. And fans are split in regards to how they feel about it. Some fans are like, oh, well, he didn't want to be here. So, fine. Some fans are very emotional about it. Like, oh, why did he leave? He's supposed to be here forever. Blah, 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 blah. And all this shit, right? For me, I see it both ways. There's, there's the analytical part of me, and then there's a fan part of me, right? The analytical part of me, I understand why Jacob DeGrom left. Team offered him more money, more years, security, right? His wife wanted to be in Texas. She didn't want to be in New York, and it was, it's in, a, it's in a state with no state tax. So he's getting all of that money, right? Makes sense. Here's the part of it, as a fan, that doesn't make sense to me. What are the sorts of emotions that come with closing one chapter of your life while also, obviously, beginning another? Yeah, like I said, we're extremely excited to be here, and, you know, um, from me, Stacy, you know, we thank Ray for uh, ultimately getting me here. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's part of it. Um, like I said, they'll always hold a special place. Um, and they, you know, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be here today without them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's part of it, but, you know, it's, this is where we decided we wanted to be. Where did they figure into your last month or so as you started talking with other teams? Um, you know, we were in contact with, with the Mets. And um, like I said, the Rangers did a great job of, of constant communication and, and um, you know, making me feel like they really wanted me here. So, um, you know, and the, the vision was the same. Um, build something great and win year in and year out. So that's my problem there. That's my problem there. Mr. DeGrom talked about he was in constant contact with the Mets. Oh, no, no. According to Buster Only, 
Mr. DeGrom shut down a lot this season. Mr. DeGrom said that whether he pitches a game or not for the Mets, he's going to opt out. Mr. DeGrom was very, very different than the DeGrom that we remember back in 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018. He wasn't the same guy. You saw the joy and the leadership qualities that he showed back then leave and dissipate, correct? So this is a guy that I've heard did not want to be here, and it shows. But that's not what bothers me. It's not what bothers me. Because, you know, if you have a wife and she wants to leave you, we all know that you got, you're got going to have to pick up and go, right? Oh, no, we got to pick up and go. The part that bothers me is that he said he chose Texas because he's trying to win World <laughs> He's trying to win World Series championships. Correct me if I'm wrong, Alfred. You are the baseball enthusiast, and you know exactly what's going on. What have the Rangers averaged in losses over the past five years? At least 102 minimum. Thank you. Which, let's just put it at 98. Let's just put it, if you want to put it at 98, 100, that's fine. They've averaged 100 losses a season for the last five years. Not including 2020, obviously. Not including 2020. And you want to tell me that you went there to win championships while the guy that's here, the owner, the new owner, is spending money over a hand over fist? Correct me. So, so. The message is lost here. Somebody's lying. And the thing is with me is that, Jake, you ain't got to lie, bro. Just keep it real. You don't have to come out and say, listen, I, I came here because I didn't want to be in New York. Didn't have to say that. You could have gave us the Derek Jeter answer. And I'll tell you what the Derek Jeter answer is. You ready? Here it is. Yes, you know, I appreciate the Mets fans. I appreciate Steve Cohen. appreciate the entire New York organization. They've done a great job over there building a competitive team. Um, you know, I, I'm very grateful to the fans and what they've done for me. The Texas Rangers gave me a very, very generous offer. I spoke about it with my family. We made a decision and we decided to come to Texas. We met with Chris Young. We met with the, 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 the owner and we hit it off. We had great conversations and everything lined up in regards to what I wanted. That's it. That's all you had to do, Jake. So whoever your PR team is, you need to fire them because that doesn't make sense. And that's why most Met fans right now feel terrible and they feel mad and they're upset because you go ahead and sit on that chair in that press conference in Texas and start spewing BS talking about you want to win when all we've done or all Steve Cohen has done since he's been the owner is put this team in a position to win. That's the problem that Met fans have with Jacob DeGrom. Has nothing to do with anything else. Thoughts, Alfred? When he said that he went to Texas to win a World Series, it was very comical. You look at the makeup of that roster, so you're going to... You're gonna you want to win a World Series with Adolis Garcia and Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager and all these guys who lost a hundred games last year and a bunch of kids that's in the farm system and a bunch of kids that are in the farm system who are and they don't even have the greatest uh, uh, prospect pipeline either in Texas. It's growing, but yeah, yeah, I agree. So I mean, you know, I get it. He, he, he has a history of injuries recently. Right. The Mets were only willing to offer three years. Right. And, he got six. And he, he, he got six, and this is probably going to be his final contract in baseball. 
he probably anticipates because, you know, those shoulder and, and elbow injuries are not. Because no lie, he, the last two seasons, his body's breaking down. His Correct. body's starting to betray him, as they would say. Absolutely. So he probably knows that another injury is going to come at some point. I don't think Jacob DeGrom is going to last five years because he's built like the goddamn Tin Man. But, and actually, if you, you know, you go, you go and watch, you go, you go and watch the old movie, uh, the Tin Man, you know, he does look like the Tin Man. It's I called mean, The Wizard of Oz. Like. Wizard of Oz, yeah, it's still my mind. <laughs> but, uh, he does look like the Tin Man, but the fact that he would go to, the fact that he would go to Arlington of all places. Yeah. And say, he, you know, he's a guy who wants to stay here. Max Scherzer, who just bought a house right. in Long Island over the last week. Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo, another guy wants to stay. But DeGrom, and it's heartbreaking because if it was about winning championships, he would have stayed here. And took the three years. Or he would have went to the Yankees. He right. would have went to the Phillies. Red Sox. Red, anywhere where, yeah. where there's a chance to contend. Yeah. You to went. my knowledge, the Rangers haven't contended in the last 10 years. They haven't been anywhere. They haven't contended since Josh Hamilton was I agree. on their team. So, so here's another question for you. Yep. Does he get his jersey retired with the Mets? Take the feelings out of it. Let's just talk about numbers. Should he get his jersey retired? Yes. Okay. But we all know that the Mets organization has a history of holding, of grudges. holding grudges against former players. Maybe Steve Cohen is different, though. Yeah, but even so, bro. Gooden and Strawberry should have had their numbers retired. Yeah, but we're talking ago. about the Wilpons. This is this is Steve Cohen. It might be different. Granted, Cohen didn't come and retire Willie Mays. Correct. So, I mean, you never know, but I think DeGrom gets his number retired after we win a championship in the post-DeGrom era, if how, that ever happens. How many years does it take for the Met fans to get over it? Get over it. Now, here's the thing. Met fans hold grudges for a long time. That is true. I went to Old Timers Day this year, and they booed Mike Hampton out of the building. Yes, you, you boo Mike Hampton every time you see him. It's just like John Starks. You boo him. Well, no, but John Starks didn't leave the Knicks on. It doesn't matter. John Starks had one of the worst performances in Game 7 in history. You boo him. Yeah, but you know why they boo Mike Hampton. I know why they boo Mike yeah, Hampton. Yeah, for those who don't know, Mike Hampton was a pitcher. The Mets had him on a one-year deal, wanted to re-sign him, and when he went to Colorado, of all places, and they asked him in the press conference, why'd you choose Colorado? He said the school district. Yeah, he lied. He, just, he lied. He just, he just like Jacob DeGrom. So, so Claude, what do you think? Um, fuck it, man. Do you think that DeGrom gets his jersey retired with the Mets? I don't think he should. Okay, there you go. Fair. I think where he is now is where he chose to be, and we're on to the next. No, nah, but you can't deny what he accomplished as a Mets. I'm not going to deny that. I That's not a what I asked. of the year and back-to-back Cy Youngs, that, that deserves to get your jersey retired. We'll see. I do believe that there are others who should get their jersey retired before he does. That's my whole point, is that if he does, he has to wait. He has to wait. He has to wait behind the strawberry. wait at least 10 years. But if we win, though, if we win big. If we win a World Series, then all is forgiven. Win. It's hand in hand. Nicole, what do you think? Yeah, she says no. She says no. She is done with Jacob DeGrom, and I agree with her. I agree with her. He's DeGone. Yeah, exactly. DeGone. DeGrom is DeGone. Now, moving on. To Mr. Aaron Judge, and I want to get your take because you're wearing that stupid hat on. Um, Aaron Judge gets ten, what, no, nine years, right? Nine years, $360 million. Thoughts? I think with the season that he just had, I think he proved that he's worth it. Yeah, warranted. Now, turn to the, the analyst here. 
Do you believe that the Yankees feel good about themselves or do they do they have some type of remorse giving him that money? Because they set the AAV record in regards to a position player. I feel it's a little bit of both. They're, they're, they're happy because they got their guy. Right. Because as not even as a, as a Yankee or if you are in the Yankees organization as, as a front office guy. Yeah. And you didn't re-sign Aaron Judge. You realize you would have lost the fan base. Right. Fan base would have turned on you. Notice the Steinbrenners always get their guy, whether it was Jeter re-signing, Posada re-signing. Or George. Or, or, or yeah, they always got their guy. So here's, here's the thing, though. The amount of money that you had to spend to keep this guy, Cashman's probably, his, his pockets, probably, well, not his pockets, but or the organization realizes they just hurt their own pockets. But it's, it, it's the lesser of two evils. What do you do? You go out and save the money and get somebody else and and risk the fan base turning on you and, and have not, to and have to tear it down. And not not to mention you won't be competitive if you lose Judge. Exactly. Because Judge was a big anchor of the offense. Correct. Or you keep the guy, but now you don't have as much money to go after everybody else because now now look, and you also set the market. Even yeah. though even though I, I feel nobody else could command as much money as Aaron Judge did. But kudos to Aaron Judge for... For holding out. For holding out. Absolutely. Taking a chance on himself and proving that the offer that they offered him last year was nowhere near what he should have been Well, the two offers that they gave him. Yeah. Remember, they gave him one before the season started, and then when the winter meeting started, they gave him eight years, $300 million. And he said no. Like, Bogart signed for 280 and 11 You think that Judge was going to go for $300 million? Nope. That doesn't make sense. So this is the whole thing. It's like the Yankees have spent their entire organization since the, the rise of George, right? Spending, making sure you're putting a winner on the field. George is gone now. Hal is there, and Hal doesn't ha, ha, want ha, to spend. Hal and Hank. Right. Hal and Hank don't want to spend the money. So you're the Yankees, but you don't want to operate like the Yankees. So you want the name, you want the brand, you want people to buy the jerseys and the uniforms and Spend all of this money. And the culture. But, right, the culture. But you don't want to live up to what the Yankee, you know. Pedigree. Pedigree is. That's the problem. We have switched places, y'all. The Mets are now the Yankees. The money spenders, yep. Love it. So, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. Now, time for the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. I ask every week and go around the room, who you guys think is the dummy of the week? Claw, who you got? Thought about this long and hard throughout the whole entire uh, week or two. I'm going with Will Smith. Will Smith? And why is Will Smith the dummy of the week? I just think it's over. He's on his press run. He's trying to bring his whole bag and then, I don't know, stick a C in his face now. And on top of that, too, he did a slave movie. He, he put out a slave movie. There we go. Like, you know, for the culture, we, we, we've had enough slave movies. We just don't want to see anymore. Yeah. Right? We don't want to see anymore. Like so you, so you, 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 you're not in the limelight, and then you come back with a slave movie. Like, come on, you man. You can't go back from being Ali to a slave. It yeah. It's just not a good casting. It's, you know, I'm not for it. So, yeah, it's him. Uh, that's not bad. Phil, who you got? It's okay. It can be anybody. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Nicole, who you got? Um, I think I had a few this week, but I'm just stick with DeGrom. DeGrom gets it two weeks in a row. 
Claw gave him gave it last week. You're gonna give it to him this week. He gone. Who you got, Rich? Uh everybody who said that they thought uh Matthew Stafford was uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was was able to uh lead a team to a Super Bowl. That's a good he one. He said that if they started a franchise, they'd pick Matthew Stafford. That's, so, so, that's you, it. so you're calling everybody in this room dummies. Listen, if that's I mean if if that's what it is, then you know we can okay. go to Alfred. Right. See, that, that, that's a shot. Dummy. That's yeah. a shot. Let's go to Alfred. Alfred, who you got? Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Okay, you're going wrestling. Why? The man was interviewed recently, and they asked the man, "So how did how did you become a booker in wrestling?" Booker means that he you know puts the card together, and writes out the shows. Correct. This man had the audacity to look these people, who, the interviewer, in the face and say, I've been booking an E-Fed, which is a make-believe thing that he drafts up in his mind. He said, I've been booking, this, I've been booking my TV show, which came into existence in 2019, since 1995. So, which means that this, this guy has envisioned this product since he was a little child. And he's been booking wrestling cards since he was a little child. So the fact that he has this billionaire father that's working hard. That owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Owning all of this stuff. And the Fulham Football Club. Putting all of these things together while his little idiot son is over here putting wrestling cards together. You ain't got nothing else to do? You got yeah, so so he, he definitely gets that. And, if, yeah. and uh, if he was smart, he wouldn't have ran off the biggest draw his company ever had to play with his friends. Well, I mean, you you, you going deep? You going? I'm deep just saying. Right, we, we, but if he offered me a job, I'd take it. Of though. course you would. Of course, yeah, you would. of course. And then you would be. Dummy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, love all of those picks. You guys did good. Phil, did you think about it yet? I mean, you listen. I was excited. You can you you, you can always go with stuff. you can always go with the resident Kanye. That, that always works. I'm conflicted about that. All right, that's fine. That's fine. We're gonna leave it there. He's, he's one of one of us. Oh yeah, he's definitely one of you. You recruited him, yeah. so he's, he's so he's no he's oh, no good to me. Then can we do this real quick? So I forgive Kanye. Uh, he put it. He put he put a new song out. It's really good. Yeah, we all know that you're the Kanye apologist. Yeah, so I understand great. that. So we did a press conference today, and guys, it's back up and running. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. safe again. The Kanye apologist. You can come out. Um, I I have a good one. Have a great one. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week, John Heyman. Oh, boy. John Heyman is my Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. John Heyman, for those who don't know, John Heyman is a baseball insider. He's like Woj. He's like Shams in the NBA. He's like... uh, What's the, what's the NFL guy? Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter. He's one of those guys. So he's very reputable. He understands the game. He knows the insiders. Well, Mr. John Heyman, before Aaron Judd signed with the Yankees, went to Twitter and he shit the bed. He said that Aaron Judge has signed with the, 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 the San Francisco <laughs> Giants, right? Then he came back and said, oh, the jump the gun is too early. Sorry. But that's not what's funny. He didn't even spell Aaron Judge's name correctly. He put arson judge. (laughs) Arson judge signs with the Giants. Right. Then he had to come back and and retort it. Right. So what 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 makes me feel bad is that 
Not only did Aaron Judge not sign with the Giants, but he signed back with the Yankees. So Giants fans are upset right now because you go from one feeling, we got Aaron Judge, to now you have nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. John Heyman is going to need armed security when he goes to San Francisco. Arms, every time he goes there, he's going to have to have bodyguards. Guys that are big just like you, Pauls. Hey, yo, what the but they're going to they're gonna need dudes. That, that's all right, Ma. They're going to they're gonna need dudes that are well-strapped to be able to roll with this man. Because there's no way you're going to go into San Francisco and have any fan be happy to see you. You just ruined life in San Francisco for most Giants fans. Yeah. Arson Judge. <laughs> Signs with the Giants. You kidding me? That's one of the worst ones I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, we've seen some bad ones, right? Throughout the years in any sport. Yeah. But this one is bad because the importance. That's like, that's like if Woj were to say LeBron James signed with the Knicks in 2010. Oh, sorry. Jump the gun. Then he goes to Miami. Crazy. I, I, you ever play MVP baseball back in the day? I did, yes. You remember how, um, because Barry Bonds didn't want to be in the game, uh, they, they had a fictional fictional person replace him on the Giants roster? Yes. Imagine if uh, ML, when MLB, uh, the show 23 comes out, you pick the Yankees and they're, they're right fielders. Arson. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I know somebody. I know somebody. <laughs> When that game comes out, they're going to have a creative player and it's going to say Arson Judge. That's on the Giants. I know it. I Somebody's know, going to do it. I know somebody got an Arson Judge tattoo. <laughs> now batting the right fielder, number 99. Arson, Arson Judge. 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 <laughs> like, I'm telling you, bro. I, listen, John Heyman, I feel bad for you. I really do. But you got to hold this one. You got to hold the L. You may be on the run in San Francisco for a lot of years. But you're a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for the show. Everybody, I appreciate y'all coming through, Rich. You know, uh, the, your whole Matthew Stafford thing. I, I mean, listen, you went from talking about Baker Mayfield to, to Charles Barkley to uh, uh, Tom Brady. Like, dude, like. Y'all looking at the players. I'm talking about the situation. You should have been. I'm just making sense of the situation. You should have been a politician. You really should have been a politician. I'm just saying, I'm just because you speak, you, you say a lot of things very fast so that we don't get it and it makes sense to you, right? He's <laughs> a used car salesman. You would, Kanye. you would choose Matthew Stafford to lead your team to He won a Super Bowl. Richie. But you never thought of that when he was in Detroit. He won a Super Bowl. Alfred, I appreciate you coming through, man. You know, it's been a while. You gotta have me here more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. You, you gotta, you gotta run that by the silent assassin. I'm not banned. You, you, you might be, uh, you might be, you might be on. You band might be after today, baby. Yeah, so you might be on. Whoever, whoever's partnered up with me. Anybody who's a so it's guilt by association. Nicole, you know I get you a case of white claw. I, we call it even. <laughs> claw. Anything? Any, any closing remarks? Um. Yeah, I've just been th doing a lot of research and just thinking about life, and we just need to be better to each other. And uh, when you get a chance in life, take that opportunity to put somebody else down because fuck them. <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
definitely, uh, I, I wasn't expecting that. I really wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But, um, you know, to everybody's here, calling the ones and twos, Silent Assassin, Phil, uh, Jimmy the Super Intern, he had to leave early. Um, you know, he's still healing from the uh, the wounds that I gave him last week. Um, I assaulted him. I, I, I really do apologize to my Super Intern. Um, but until next week, stay safe, stay cool, peace. My son is the champ, so get over <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.